Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, take two in the world of podcasting proudly present to you, the WWE Tag Team Superfans of the World, the Dream Craig Machine, the Badass Johnny P, Take Two Takedown. And if you're not down with Take Two Takedown, we got two words for you. Suck it! Alright boys and girls, this is episode 36 of Take Two Takedown. I'm your host John. And I'm Craig. And while we are apart, we're at least are together again actually doing an episode. I don't like yep. it when we and do solo episodes, it's sad. I don't either, and because I felt so damn lonely here in New Mexico, we have a special guest this show. We do! We do. We have Pat, the man himself from the 8020 movie show, who you need to start listening on iTunes and all of those lovely podcast apps if you haven't already. Pat, welcome to Take Two Takedown. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate being here. My name's Pat Himes, co-host of the 8020 Movie Show, Breaking Balls Radio, Wednesday nights at 8, Sunday nights at 8 p.m., and on your preferred podcasting platform. And we had to wow. bring Pat in. I know, he's like a professional. He's fancy. That's like a professional promo in everything. And everything. And <laughs> everything. So we had to bring Pat in because we did our Money in the Bank Pick'em's Challenge. It was me and John and our friend Pat Himes here, and then the guys from Alleged uh, Wrestling Podcast, they did a show picks for us, and all four of us went against each other to see who could get the most points out of this, and gentlemen, and of it course did not I go won. well. It did. Well, there were not a lot of points scored in this one. <laughs> of course, I, I won, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Listen, don't give me that thing. I'm not a millennial. I don't need a trophy. I just need to know I won. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that at the end. I figure we'll go through the event, we'll talk about all the matches, who got points, who didn't, we'll do the, those three little predictions we all had, we'll talk about it at the end, because Pat was pretty close on his, um, but not close enough, yeah, oh. don't worry, we'll talk <laughs> uh, about it. But w- overall, what was your guys' impression of Money in the Bank? What did you think about it? You can go first, Pat. Uh, overall, I thought it was great. It was uh, probably one of the better pay-per-views over the last three months, better than WrestleMania, Better than a backlash. I enjoyed the show for the most part, except for maybe one match, and I didn't get to see the Bludgeon Brothers tag match. But um, overall, I thought it was a great show. So, yeah, what would you think, John? Did you enjoy it? I mean, I like I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, no, I I, uh, I have to agree with Pat. I think it's one of my favorites. It's it's one of my favorite pay per views uh, with the Money in the Bank, and uh, this one did not disappoint. So I'm pretty, you know, pretty placated. They made me happy. Yeah, and and I think I I liked it. We'll talk about it when we start getting into some of these matches. But I like it when WWE actually does something I didn't think of. When they actually are surprising for once, every once in a while, it it makes me happy. It makes yeah. me feel like all these other crap that I've watched for weeks on end is actually worth it because every once in a while they do something right. Oh, definitely. They, they threw some logic in this time, which which kind of confused which everyone. Confused everyone. <laughs> what is that word you keep using? Logic. They don't use that a lot with WWE. And you see, you realize it's a wrestling show, right? Right. right. We don't do logic here. Mm-hmm. So, as you mentioned, Pat, the pre-show match, the kickoff match, was Bludgeon Brothers versus Good Brothers. The Bludgeons ended up winning that, retaining the title, and it was a just a squash match. It was over in like five minutes. 
Yeah, they destroyed them. They they destroyed. And unfortunately, Pat is the only one who did not pick the Bludgeon Brothers to win. So me, John, and Alleged all got our five points for that one since it was a championship match. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I was telling you guys, I got a soft spot for the uh, for uh, Luke Gallows. I, I don't know him personally, but I know him professionally. And um, I, if I'd known that he was injured, and I and then I probably would have picked the other way. I did not know that because I think it's come out that he's injured now. I think he's taking some time off. But right. it's disappointing because ever since um, Gallows and Anderson have come to WWE, they really haven't been pushed seriously at all. Even when they were Raw Tag Team Champions, they were kind of an afterthought, which is how they treat that division anyway. Yes. But it, it seems like they're the new jobbers to the stars, which is really disappointing because they're so much better than, than how they're portrayed. So true. Oh, I, I agree. Exactly. So much better. And I, and I don't know. They obviously don't know either what to do with them or what they're trying to do with them. So they're just kind of flailing there. They've turned into basically the revival. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately. So our, our first match of the night that we had, they started it off with the match everybody was so excited to see of Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, which I could have cared less about. Oh, <laughs> And I just needed it to end. Uh, I'm just laughing because who knew that Big Cass was going to get cut the next night? No, this is exactly. This is the last time you're ever going to see him on WWE. I obviously did not because I was using logic because he suffered, what, two losses in a row? Yeah. He was due to win. He was due to win, so you picked him. And I guess guess when the big man says, I don't know why I'm tapping out, they don't like that. No, no. They do not at all. They do not at all. So, unfortunately, the point that I got, John got, and Alleged got, and Pat, you again got zero on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Big surprise there. <laughs> but it was, a, a, it was a decent I'm, match. Yeah, I'm a Wrestling Observer reader, too. I should know these things. You but. should know these things. Uh, you knew Big Cass was in trouble when he put Brian in the torture rack and didn't know to jump up and down with him. No one does the human torture rack like Lex Luger. Yeah. And, and number two, Cass has no abs to show off. That's the whole purpose of that move. So, oh, yeah, no, he's right. got nothing. He's got nothing. It's yeah, kind of sad. Big man's gone. Yeah. So do yeah. we think now Cass is gone, Enzo's a free agent as well. Are they going to get back together in the Indies somewhere? Those guys hate each other, apparently. Uh, so no. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, I don't know why they would hate each other. They seem like best friends. I'm thinking, uh, you know, Enzo's got such a promising career in music, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You, you know, if you told me like three years ago that out of... Enzo Amore, Big Cass, and Carmella. That Carmella would be the one who was stayed for all this. I would not have believed you. I think yeah, I someone said that too. Out of the three of those, there's one star left. Right. And I think uh, I think uh, Amore is upset because when Cass got injured during their match, he he like couldn't finish the match. So I'm like, it was something stupid to get to get upset over. Both guys aren't really good uh, workers in this fan's opinion. And oh. the reason they were over was through their talk, and they could have been like a lower-grade New Age Outlaws, but they, they never put the belts on them. They never did anything with them. They basically, Gallows and Anderson, they're as a team. Yep. And, and that's it. Yep. Both guys are an afterthought. Maybe Cass will be back. Maybe he'll get another shot because Vince likes him big, but who knows? Yeah. I, I, I it, Like you said, it was surprising. I did not expect this to be the last match I was going to see Big Cass in. But at least the storyline's over, so you don't need to hear about it anymore. <laughs> Well, now you got a dump storyline on SmackDown, but we'll get to that in a little bit, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so there was a little bit of backstage after this where Kevin Owens 
gives a giant trash bag of pancakes to the New Day and some of Canadian's finest maple syrup to try and get them on his side, but then he says he doesn't like pancakes and they hate him, which I just thought was hilarious. Yeah? Yeah, in, in my pancakes. opinion. I love Kevin Owens. Yeah, but the whole pancake thing, seriously? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's going to keep going. I mean, they got pancake power shirts now. <laughs> it's going for a while. You got to get ready for it, Pat. Just be prepared. It's not going anywhere. Except, except that it's it's world wrestling entertainment, not professional wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. So the the next match that came, Pat, I'm happy for you. You got a point in this one. Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. The other storyline that everybody wants to end. Oh God, that's a horrible, <laughs> horrible story. Yeah, yeah. It seems at least we are done with it after tonight, but. You know, Lashley ended up winning it. So I got points. Pat got points. Alleged got points. John, you still picked uh, Sami Zayn to win, and he did not. Uh, that's because I'm a mark. I love <laughs> me some Sami Zayn. And we know that uh, Zayn got hurt in this match, right? I saw that he's taking some time off after this, yeah. Well, it's a culmination of injuries, and so I think that's why the match went the way it did. It's basically a squash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and the word is Zayn's taking some time off. He's got uh, shoulder knee issues. So he's probably going to be out for a couple months. Hopefully, hopefully he can heal up. He's he's really great as a heel. I like him as a heel. He's very effective. I love I love him as that campy kind of goofy heel. You need that in the, in uh, the entertainment world of wrestling. Exactly, and he he does it well. Like you said, he does it great. So if he can come back, hopefully he'll heal up, come back nice. Um, then we get into one of the matches that I enjoyed a lot, which was the ICC match: Seth Rollins versus Elias. I like this one. I thought this was pretty good. I mean, I was excited for it anyway because I'm a big Elias Mark and a Rollins Mark, but sure. I, I loved it. I thought they did a great job together. Picked up the last uh, five minutes. Mm-mm, it definitely did, yeah. And even yeah. though Rollins retained the title, I don't get any points. I win a moral victory because Elias came out a million million bucks at the end. Uh, they gave him a built-in excuse. Uh, he got his tights held. Yep. And the last five minutes just uh, really improved the match because they worked a slower pace, I felt mm-hmm. like, and Elias was on offense most of it. For the last five minutes really really picked it up for me. Yeah, but I mean, are you like I'm not upset about it, but do you feel that uh, Rollins slowed down to match Elias's pace? Well, I mean, how long Elias was in next? How long? So now he's on the main roster. He's in, in next for what three years at least? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now he's on the main roster, and sometimes you see these guys get called up. They're not really ready for it. See Cassie and Enzo, um, and you're kind of pitched and hold. The, the main roster will pigeonhole you in what you can do, what you should be doing, how, how you're portrayed. Elias came up one way. They're, I mean, they're showing that he can actually wrestle now. Even though the mat wrestling wasn't that great, it's just another different aspect for him. You can see him walk the ropes. He's limited in what he presents. I think they were probably given an outline. Rollins was told to let him do this and that, and that's what happened. And then at the end of the day, I, Rollins probably slowed down to bring Elias up, but Elias more than held up his end, especially those last five minutes. The whole sequence... On the outside and, and back again, the, the big guy can move. Yeah, and yeah. given more opportunities, you're going to see that he can he can do more yeah. than, than what he's shown in the ring. And let's be honest; he's got the best traps in professional wrestling right now. <laughs> they are pretty impressive. They I wish he. I'd wish he wear some some like stretchy pants or something like that. Wrestling in jeans is just terrible. Jeans so. and multiple scarves wrapped around yeah. your wrists. That's the only knock on that. It's, he's not the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. 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 Nor is he Chris Jericho. No. <laughs> no. No, but for this match, I ended up ha- I had Rollins winning, a legend had Rollins winning, so we both got five points. Plus, we had our first question that we had on here, which is, will 
Elias smash a guitar on Rollins. And John and Legend both said no, and they were right. So you got three points right there. Me and Pat were all we were ready for it to happen. All I'm, I'm saying is, is down. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm winning in points right now, aren't I? Uh, at this exact moment, but don't worry, that changes very quickly. Wait, what do you mean? What? 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 That would that would change when the next one, when John, you voted with your heart for the women's money in the bank match. I can't ever <laughs> pick against Becky Lynch. Pat, I don't know if you listen to our show. I have the biggest crush on Becky Lynch. I love that woman. Yeah, she's hot. Oh. And she can't wrestle, but I still love her. And, and oh. I think that our show may be the this may be the last episode because yeah, John yeah, tweeted yeah, out last night good time. and Becky Lynch liked it, so therefore we're done. I think I, I think his goal is complete. You know she's well, not her, a natural redhead too. I hope you I hope that it didn't upset you. So. No, no, I like brunettes. But um my uh just want to let you guys know when Becky and I are together, I, I will count you two as acquaintances and acknowledge your existence. Oh, that's so kind. Becky, remember we first met on Twitter and you retweeted me? <laughs> oh, so great. That's so great. It's, it's the start of our love story. I mean, I don't know why you guys think that's not right. It was so great. And what then, was, uh, what was the movie where uh, Joaquin Phoenix fell in love with her, right? Right, her. Yeah, her. Where you Good fall in love with, someone, with the voice? You fall in love with Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's probably not even her. It's probably like her assistant running it. I don't. I don't really care. To me, it's Becky talking directly to me. It's Rebecca Quinn talking to you. Her, you shut, her sister. Shut your little horn mouths. Like her nephew running it or something. <laughs> exactly. It's probably some twelve-year-old kid. Hey, let me make this guy feel good. Exactly. And I actually thought you had it because at the very end, Becky had her hand on the case. She had her hand the on the hook. case. And, and like, looked around for bliss. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, it exactly. definitely looked like either Becky got up that ladder too fast or Bliss didn't get to her, the ladder fast enough. I think she knew bliss, she wasn't supposed to actually get this case. Yeah, I think Bliss was slow, but even despite that, I thought this was the best match of the night, personally. So, I would agree with you. Um, so, this leads us to the question, guys. Why is everybody so pissed off that Bliss won? Like, I'm upset because, of course, I wanted Becky to win, but that's just me being a mark. Why are we upset that Bliss won? Oh, I'm not. Because if you play into what happened later in the night, then it yeah, kind of... Yeah, I think it was great. Perfect. I think it was great. I even picked her to win. Yeah, I'm upset Natalia didn't win. Yeah. Right, because that's who you had. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I liked your idea with Natalia going on to challenge Ronda after Ronda beats Nia, but that was just too many dominoes for me to follow along. Sure. Um, but what I'm saying is, is the WWE Universe went up in arms that Alexa Bliss is now a five-time champion... And that she won money in the bank. And I'm like, why are you complaining? She is the most talented heel out there. The faces you have now with Ronda Rousey and all these talents that you want to bring up, you have to have that heel talent. You might as well bring, uh, you know, Bliss into the mix and let her just be her because she's great at it. It's about the chase. At the end of the day, you have a built-in program. You have a reason for Rousey to chase the title now instead of just being challenged. Yeah, she has revenge factor. So you have a built-in storyline once the Jacks Bliss uh, plays its to its foregone conclusion with Bliss retaining at the next pay-per-view. So. Well, I agree. Yeah, and, and I think I liked the fact that WWE went a completely different route than they did last year, where you have Carmella holding on to that money in the bank for what seemed like four years before she finally cashed it in, and then you get Bliss to do it in like an hour and a half. Yeah. like I like that we just went total opposite with it. <laughs> Good. So... I'm totally down with Alexa Bliss winning it and then going ahead and cashing in on Raw. 
are uh, at the end of the show. But I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one was the Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal match, and you got a point here, Pat. I was the only one that went against this. You, John, and Alleged all said Roman Reigns. And I said, no, WWE is going to be smart for once. Jinder <laughs> Mahal is going to win. We're done with Roman. I was wrong. I said the fans won. Too. That's what you said, yes. I believe you said Roman Reigns in, in parentheses, the fans. Mm. I would give him two points on that one because he's right. <laughs> the fans and Roman Reigns won that match. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I mean, and with, you know, the Singh brother miraculously standing up from the wheelchair, and it was a miracle, and Corey Graves couldn't believe it. Like, it, it was a mess. That's the only good part of the whole match. Um, you guys want to hear my theory about Reigns? Let's do it. I, I of think, course. I just think they waited too long. They waited too long. When he was first came up with the Shield, he was the most popular men, member at the time, if I recall, and he had that big run at the Royal Rumble. They just waited too long. They waited too long to break him off. Um, it's it's kind of like what it, they just forced him down the throat. They're kind of in danger to the same thing with uh, Strowman, 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 Strowman. But I think I think I think they will pull the trigger at SummerSlam for him because they they have to. It's just ridiculous if they don't. But I I just think they waited too long on him. The fans got sick of it. Plus, I think it's a combination of look as well. What if you're a tough guy? Why are you wearing a bulletproof vest to wrestle in night after night after night? You know, and he's a good-looking guy. His look has been the same. It's generic. They've done nothing to separate him. They gave him the shield music, thinking that's going to keep him popular. My daughter told me that, and I thought that was a good idea. That's a good point. That hasn't done it. No. He's only appeared with uh, Ambrose and and uh, Rollins. They just waited too long, and and the fans just turned against him. So, yeah, I, I mean, can't argue. You're completely right. Yeah, exactly. Like John says, we can't argue with that. All your points are correct. No one's going to take reins. They just keep shoving him down our throat, and that just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. And he's not a bad wrestler at all. It's just the fans don't bind him. So. No, but I think the fans are choosing not to like him because we've been made to like him so much. Maybe. I mean, probably part of it is just it's a fashionable thing to do, like Blue John Cena for all those years, but I don't know. You have a problem when they're not concentrating on the match. And that's nine times out of ten whenever he's in there now. So Yeah, and was was that the match that they were doing the wave during? The yeah. wave, beach ball. Yeah. There yeah. was somewhere you could obviously see them doing the wave like behind the guys. Mm-hmm. And they tried to zoom in as close as they could on the match, but you could tell what was happening. Yeah. No. Just awful. Awful, awful. So then we get into another thing. I didn't. I did not see this coming. The Oscar Carmelo match. You know, I I didn't see Ellsworth showing up for this. Uh, they <laughs> they reported this match that. was horrible. Yeah, PW Insider reported that Ellsworth was going to be there, but I didn't want to throw that. I didn't want to pick Carmella just based off of that. Mm-hmm. It's going with logic. Oscar didn't win at WrestleMania. It's her chance to win, but apparently they want to stretch this out another month or two. So. It was terrible. They made her look like uh, 90s Sting, who was always getting turned on. Yep. Oh, yeah. At every moment by Ric Flair or, or Ric Flair or Ric Flair. She's standing there for, for, what, three minutes waiting to get rolled up or whatever. It's yep. just terrible. Terrible booking. Okay. I, I mean, like, logic would dictate, hey, somebody's in my mask. It's not me. Let me go kick Carmella's ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't need to stare at them with a tilted puppy dog head trying to figure out what's going on. Plus, Oscar's supposed to be an ass kicker, and you've got Carmella who can't wrestle to save her life. 
dominate most of the match. Yeah. No sense. I didn't get that at all. But that being said, I still picked Carmella to win and was the only one that got points on that match. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, he's got the bad Lex Luger habit. Remember Lex Luger, guys? He'd always uh, check his crotch after every move. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Carmella always picks her ass after every move because she's got a wedgie. I so. did notice so that, does, yes. Quite so fun. does Ronda Rousey. Yeah, so does Ronda yeah. Rousey. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed that. Must be a thing. I noticed it on Carmella, though. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we were looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my theory on Carmella is this. Uh, you know, from the neck down, she's great. Oh, from no. the neck up, she's a horse face. <laughs> yes. Terrible. <laughs> yes. Not, I'm not touching that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, we'll move on to Styles Nakamura, which none of us saw coming because not one of us picked Styles to win. No, we all picked well, Nakamura. We, we're using logic. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we used the logic. Uh, I mean, Nakamura hasn't won in the last three matches. They put him out to be this bad guy, and you know, I think we as fans were all like, "Okay, this is it. This has got to be Nakamura's turn." I don't. And I still don't understand why AJ won that one. They probably just didn't want to put the strap on him. Um, their matches were underwhelming for the most part. This was the best match they had that I saw, not counting yes. New Japan stuff. I would completely agree with that. This was better than anything they'd done so far. WrestleMania match was, was not that good. Uh, the last man standing was no bueno. Um, this was their best match, and they probably just decided Nakamura is not going to be the guy. That's why they've programmed him off with Hardy. And we can talk about how Rusev should definitely win the belt. And we get to SmackDown, but <laughs> Amen. Oh yes. Amen. Oh, and yes. I believe there's a choir singing in the background at there this is. point. There is. Now we had another question on this one, which is and I, I double checked this. The question we had was how many dick shots happened during this fight. Not punches, just shots. Right. There was one punch and one kick. So there was two. I got the three points off this one. I, was I think one you two. swayed that in your favor. <laughs> And um, yes. I don't believe any yes, of them is. were dick shots as much as they were groin punches. Well, you said how many shots to the groin, Mr. Damn Man, who made the question. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I said two. You said none, John. Pat went with one, and the alleged boys went with three. I knew I was getting the boner when uh, Nakamura hit the first one, because I knew that was going to, I was like, ah, fuck, they're going to play it into the finish. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, so that was good. Now, in case you're keeping track uh, at home, John, I'm now winning in points at this point. Just I want to make sure you're aware of that. When, uh, <laughs> I stopped counting when I looked forward in the notes and saw. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Really down here at the bottom, guys. <laughs> don't, don't, don't fret. Um, don't fret. Don't worry. You've got company. <laughs> All right. Now we can get into the Naya Ronda match. All right, and and I have I have to give it to you, Pat. You were right, and mm-hmm. the reason you put this was by far better than the Carmella Oscar match because obviously they had rehearsed it, they had worked on it. Yeah, that was the word that uh, none of the women worked the house show circuits mm-hmm. uh, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They all went down to next and worked on the ladder match and worked on this match. Obviously, paid off for both. So. Yep. And uh, totally agree with you. This was a much better match, and I think that was one of our uh, prop questions. Like, it was. Well, it be was. Mm-hmm. And Pat was the only one to get the points on that. Yeah. All the I rest like of us said. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like her as a heel more than, than the anti-bullying girl, but um, for, for what she does, she's good. And for what she did here, she had the, the role of making sure uh, Rousey was in the right place at the right time. 
You know, you don't put that on on a rookie. And uh, everyone's raving over Rousey's selling and and everything for the match. Well, when you haven't taken that many slams and falls, it's really easy to sell because you're you're absorbing. <laughs> you're actually but, feeling it. There's not a lot of faking involved in that selling. Exactly. But um, I, I thought Jax did a great job in holding up her end of the match, and Rousey did a good job too. But again, it, when you rehearse it move for move, you're basically. I mean, these guys are are vaudeville, so. I expected it to be decent, and it was. It was really, it was really fun. But I preferred the women's ladder match better. Yeah, I, I gosh, I agree. What, I mean, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of us though did say the problem is, is we all picked people, and there was no winner, so therefore no one gets points from this, except Pat getting your three points for the better match. But right. I, I, I agree. I mean, Ronda. It was much like the Stephanie McMahon match. I know that there's practice involved in it, but I'm still. It surprises me when she's actually decent at this. Mm-hmm. The decent at the selling, the you know, I believed her in the pumping herself up to when she started getting you know getting down, and then you know, just like she would do when she was in NF in UFC, you know, slapping her forearms and attacking Naya. Then it ended up not mattering because Bliss attacked them both. I mean, if we want to do some fantasy booking, if positioned correctly, Rousey doesn't wind up with the Raw title. She she winds up winning maybe the Women's Royal Rumble. Charlotte Flair heads into Mania champ, and, and you get that dream matchup. Who knows? Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. That would be perfect. But I, I do imagine you're probably right. It's going to end up maybe being a bliss rousy thing. You know, as yeah. we start. I don't know if we're taking that all the way to WrestleMania, but at least for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel maybe we'll see more of this on SummerSlam. I could see that. I could see that. So we get into the the last match: the men's Money in the Bank. Unfortunately, none of us picked Strowman, even though, honestly, we all should have. Made too much sense. (laughs) There's that logic problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like we we weren't even close. Like our our picks were I had Balor. uh, You had Samoa Joe. um, You and Alleged actually both had him, John. And then Pat had KO. Yeah, they killed Kevin Owens and like they, the first. They minutes. killed him. Yeah, he's, I'm surprised he even made it onto the next day show. Uh, I think Balor and Joe were in it at the end, but no. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, he. I know he was selling his injuries, but that had to have hurt. Like, oh, I mean, that was like a, a 300 foot ladder. I think he got thrown yeah. off of. Yeah, yeah. I I think I texted you when it happened, and I was like, they just killed KO. Yep, he was dead. <laughs> he's he was dead. dead. He was dead. He didn't show up the rest of the match, so he was dead. Yeah. And how happy were you guys with Kofi? Yeah, underwhelming performance on his part. Underwhelming performance, but I'm just happy that like New Day gave him the nod of this is your chance, Kofi. Go out there and get a chance at the title. The one you haven't got yet. I expected more just out of his past performances and in, in ladder matches and I I think he played it safe. Yeah, I I, would, I, I agree. I could have expected a little bit more from him, but but I am glad they went with him. I mean, I I thought it was going to be Big E. I kind of wanted it to be Xavier, but I'm still happy with Kofi. Sure. You know. I'm All good. right. So, do so, you guys want to get into the predictions? I think we have to get into the. So each of us got to give three predictions, and if you were right, you got three points. If you were minus, or if you were wrong, you got minus three points. And this is what killed everybody. All right. These so. Points. I'll start from the bottom. We'll, we'll go with alleged first since they're not here. Okay. They can't defend themselves so we can make fun of them. Right. Good call. All right. Uh, alleged predicted that the women's money in the bank match would open the show. 
Right. They were wrong because they're dumb. They were wrong. Minus three <laughs> points right there. Yeah. Yes. Then, then they predicted that Big E is the New Day member to participate in the Money in the Bank. Yep. Also They wrong. were wrong because they're dumb. <laughs> Minus three points again. Twice as dumb. Yes. Then they followed in your shoes here, Pat, and they said Natalia gets involved in the Rawls women title match. We didn't see Natalia except for the Money in the Bank match, which she didn't win. Right. That's true. So, so wrong times three. So they got a minus wrong, nine. Wrong, wrong. Just on that. Now, <laughs> let's go with me because I suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I predicted that Reigns wins via disqualification as Mahal uses a Singh brother. That happened. That happened. And a chair to beat down Roman. Oh, I was wrong. There was no chair involved. No chair. No chair. Uh, then I said Kevin Owens helped Sami Zayn and he'll win over Lashley. Wrong nope. there. Wrong. wrong and that too. parlayed into my uh, Zayn winning the Lashley match. Right. Mm-hmm. So that killed me. And then I said, and I got specific, Asuka will wear the thin black line blue tint mask to ringside. Wrong, wrong, wrong. How, Damn you, Asuka, and your choice of masks. How pissed were you that Ellsworth was wearing the thin black line blue tint mask when he walked ah. in? <laughs> well, I, when he put it, when he came out and it was on, I was like, son of a bitch, somebody else wore it. God damn it. I should have just said it was there. It was there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, such is my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about, Pat, you want to wait? Or do you want to go next? Or should I do Craig? Sure, you guys, the show, brother, whatever you want. <laughs> um, we'll go for, Pat. We'll go for Pat next, I feel, because his first one was a give me. And we have okay. we have to throw that out there. He oh, said, "Like Reigns like, will get more booze than Mahal." Was yes, against- you didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> so Pat's first prediction was Michael Cole will scream, "Here comes the big dog!" As Reigns' music hits, and he, did. he got three for that. He got three points. The most annoying thing every time. Oh, yeah, that's so oh, annoying. God. But see, I mean, that, I don't know if that's a true prediction because he does it every time. <laughs> Yeah, you guys ever watch Friends? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Friends uh, fanatic, and it reminded it reminds me of them trying to force a nickname, like Ross tried to force a nickname Rossinator for himself. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's trying to force yeah. the big dog on it. It'll work, I promise. <laughs> I promise. No one cares that it's your yard. It doesn't matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Pat predicts that Rusev will defeat uh, defeat not I'm Rusev sorry, Rousey. Rousey. <laughs> Rousey will defeat Jax. And then Natalia will come out to congratulate her and cash in the money in the bank to steal the title. Perfect scenario. Perfect. It would have been had it come true, but it did not. <laughs> Substitute. It did not. Substitute uh, double disqual- or disqualification win for Rousey. Right. right. She got and Blitz cashed in. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not and a then, there. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I think every fan has said that at one point in time. <laughs> I can write better than this. I can write better than this shit. And then, this one is the questionable one to me. This is why I kind of want to leave Pat for the end, but we'll talk about it here. Pat predicted that one of the women in the Money in the, back, uh, Money in the Bank match will get busted open hard way. So, in the match, we had a few off to the side that we didn't see for a while. What do you guys... like? He, we said no, they didn't show it, we don't have any proof. Well, they tried so- Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm thinking... But ba- got Bailey might open. have. Bailey, I, I think, is the closest. Sure. Yeah. 
Becky might have got one because the ladder. She was near the ladder during one spot. I forget, but they never. You can never tell nowadays because they pull the camera back. I'll take a zero on that one or minus points because y- there's no way to tell for sure. We would have read something about you, it by now too. You're not going to take. You got minus three points. <laughs> 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 there's no choice there. You don't get the option. Well, I, I thought you guys were trying to be nice. Like, well, we don't know. We'll just we'll give them half a point or oh, something. Oh, yeah, no, that would no, work. No. Now you see how this is going forward for Extreme Rules. Oh, don't we worry. Are, we're very polite until it comes time to one of us losing. And Contest. obviously... Contest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, so let's talk about the machine here. Yes. Mm-hmm. My right, glorious Craig predictions. Craigle-poo. Much to Pat Chagrin says Reigns will get more booze during his entrance than Mahal will. That's a bigger and, list. Hey, I was right. Oh <laughs> uh, like, I might as well I sell his hair would minus, be wet as well. I think you should get minus twenty points because it's that kind of thing. <laughs> Some people like Roman, maybe they were gonna be there. He'll wear no, black- only the people they pay, and that's in a five-seat section where they gave them all free T-shirts. He'll wear black pants and black boots with that aren't tucked in laces mm-hmm. to the ring. Ooh. Hey, you know what? I think he's going to have a beard. A beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's okay, because my other two were completely wrong. Yeah. So he said uh, his second one was, Renee Young will wear a dress with flower print. And, and I, I called him the next <laughs> night, and I said on Raw, God damn it, Renee Young is wearing a flower print dress. <laughs> that... <laughs> That hoochie decided to wear her flower print dress on Monday instead of at the Did event. Did you just call Renee Young everybody's favorite wrestling sweetheart? Yes, a hoochie. A hoochie. But, but you know what right? happened? You've been watching Chris Lee Knows Best, haven't you? <laughs> you know what happened, right? What's that? Uh, Craig DM'd Becky Lynch. Right. Uh, her nephew <laughs> responded said, what's up? He said, hey, make sure Renee wears the flower dress Monday night, not Sunday night. Right. And just, it, Oh, good. So that's what happened. That's so, what happened. Damn you guys. <laughs> Yep. Plotted mm-hmm. against you. Plotted against you. Mm-hmm. All right. And then last, last prediction from the machine. Uh, Zane will bring up Lashley's sister more than two times during the event. He didn't even talk. No. 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 Sorry. So there's talk when you're jobbing in two minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're just like, listen, I got to get paid, so let me get my ass whipped and I can get out of here and go to, you know, convalesce in a medical facility with unknown injuries. Right. Right. So that that's it, folks. That's the end. Do we are we ready for the final points now? Would you like me to give you the final points? I think so. Go from the bottom where right. you belong, John. Well, <laughs> because I am a rock, because I am the anchor, because I am the stone cold playa of the T three uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. I come in at the very bottom with one whole point. One point. <laughs> wow. One point. Snatching defeat from the jaws of third place. Yeah. yeah. So I just want everyone to know that I am the worst loser of the bunch. <laughs> of the bunch. Of the bunch. Now, just soaring above me on a high at two points, Pat, our special <laughs> guest star. 30,000 foot here, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That just means you're one better than me, champ. Thank God for that Jax Rousey prediction. Holy cow. <laughs> That won you right there. You might have been in the negative then. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Pulled you out the fire. <laughs> then our boys from Alleged came in with eight, which means Craig the Machine is the big winner and big gets all winner. bragging rights. All for the bragging next rights. Four weeks until we get Extreme Rules with eighteen points. All bragging rights. Only one in double digits. Son of a bitch. Is that an all-time high? 
Uh, for the two times we've done this, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. 18 points. Uh, Double digits, fellas. I know so much about wrestling. Gentlemen, (laughs) that gets us out of money in the bank. We all agreed that this is one of the better pay-per-views and that we really enjoyed it. And um, real quick, do you guys feel Extreme Rules is going to be anywhere near as good as this? Uh, What do they got right now? They got Jax versus Bliss. H.A. versus Rusev. What and else then, they got? And then they've got they the got... big multi-men match, which oh, Roman that's... and Lashley are already in. That's going to suck. Um, they got Shinsuke and Hardy. So three out of four ain't bad right there so far. So I'll take a Shinsuke Hardy as long as Hardy's sober and, and you know doing well. Oh, definitely. Because he's broke up right now. <laughs> he's broke up Brother Nero. It's beautiful. <laughs> broke up, but mm-hmm. he's got face paint on. So welcome back 2008 Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Yay. 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 All right, so I need to bring up a sad point in the show here, guys. And, and Pat, we're happy to have you on, but uh, we're going we're gonna to have a little, a little moment here. Um, you guys heard the news Monday. One of our favorite wrestlers on the show, Vader, passed away. Yeah, at the what age you guys of feel? 62. What you guys 60, and I think he had some sort of open heart surgery, right? Yeah, definitely. He had, uh, I think he had a blockage. Uh, he beat that, got pneumonia, and he, he, never, he never beat that. I think he got downgraded to bronchitis, and I think he died of heart failure. So, yeah. Um, was a but, great worker. Um, I, I caught him on the tail end in the AWA, and then he kind of disappeared for me. I didn't know he went to Japan because you didn't have the internet back then in the late 80s. Well, you had it, but you couldn't afford it. And, uh, I, I just remember seeing him at the Great American Bash 1990. I don't know how old you guys are. I'm probably oh. older. Mm-hmm. But. No, no, I'm probably your age. <laughs> okay. So, and I just remember him squashing the Z-Man. Tom Zink, you can find that on WWE Network too. And and then uh, he disappeared again. He came back, and he was just the, this big, huge ass kicker. That and I, I was, I told one of my friends he was the last, one of the last few guys in the 90s that made you believe wrestling was still real. Everything else is bullshit. But that guy is real. It's the old Johnny. So quote Johnny Valentine used to say, "You might think it's fake, but you'll believe I'm real." I believe Vader was real until he got to WWE and, and the politics got to him there. But anytime I saw him in the ring, uh, especially against enhancement guys, jobbers as I as I like to call them, he mm-hmm. would rush him. And then uh, against Sting, against Cactus Jack, against Ron Simmons, um, just fantastic. It's, it's just a shame. It's real loss. And a lot of people were citing the Boy Meets World stuff too. He was great in that too. Oh yes, of course. I, that I do remember. I remember the women's world, and I remember all the Sting matches. Those are the best. Now, what I remember of him is uh, coming up in the 90s, he was what, you know, the predecessor of what a big man that can move was in the ring. And, uh, you know, I think the people nowadays are just clones of what he he was. Well, you kind of had Bam Bam Bigelow in the, in the 87 uh, coming out of Florida and, and and going to WWE, he never got the push behind them that 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 uh, Vader got. But yeah, no, definitely he set the standard. Um, you, you know, he, he's basically how many how many four hundred pound guys, which he's probably close to that, if not that. You, you saw coming off the top rope, moving with the speed that he had. Um, Braun Strowman is is a big guy, and they limit his move set just because he, he can't execute all that stuff. Big Show. He, he can do moonsaults and stuff. He just never executed in the ring, was never asked to do any of that stuff. No, he definitely set the standard. Right. 
And I mean, I think they build him at like 362, but he's obviously bigger than that. And oh, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just the skill set and the ability, the showmanship that came with Vader was, I mean, impressive. Like who, I mean, at the time when you saw him come out in that big helmet and you were like, oh, my God, he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> that Jim Ross. Yeah. <laughs> that Jim Ross right there. I mean, I just there was nothing about Vader I didn't like. Yeah. And I always loved him with Harley Race. I always thought that was the perfect pairing. Because um, you question Harley Race's toughness, so why would you question Vader? Yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. I, I don't know. But, I mean, a big loss to the wrestling world, big loss to the wrestling community. And, uh, you know, I know personally, and I, I think I can speak freely for you now, Pat, I think he'll be missed. Oh, definitely. Uh, go out of your way to watch his match with uh, Muto, great Muto, KG Muto. Oh, and then God, watch- I remember that match. Now that you say something, oh. Watch his stuff with Stan Hansen. It was just insane. So, Great, great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Let's get into Raw, guys. Let's get into something that, you know, we may enjoy. It, w- it, it wasn't bad. Been okay. It was pretty good this week. Three hours is a lot, guys. There's oh, a lot it of so is. Uh, <laughs> I really hope they cut this thing down at some point. Like, we're, it's not even three. It's three plus. You know, we're ending at 1120 every night, maybe yeah. later. Ratings, yeah. And now they're worth like four bajillion dollars. Yeah. Topic for another time. I think SmackDown is going to become the A show because it'll be on network, but that's not for today. But I I would have to agree with you there. Yeah. They're they're going to be fighting for who's going to be the more popular show now. There's no argument, but we can always discuss how it's going to come about. Yeah. (laughs) Or a boot. A boot. boot. Come a boot. How's it going to come a boot? Mm -hmm. All right. So. Kicking off Raw, Angle's in the ring, Bliss is, you know, demanded a money or a, uh, a belt presentation, right. a money in the bank presentation, and uh, let's cut to the chase. We know Rousey's coming out, or somebody's coming out to face her, and it is Rousey. Rousey comes out, big brouhaha settles out, Rousey goes off the deep end, beats everyone up. We loved it. By we, I mean me, as I'm sitting in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and my neighbors who pounded on the wall when I got, oh, my God. And they're pounding on the wall like, okay, <laughs> my bad. Right. Jim Ross pleasuring himself in that hotel room. Holy cow. Not again. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I got to love it. Bliss getting thrown through the table is always fun. I disagree. They should have waited on that. You wait think for so? The, yeah. Build up the heat. Wait on the match. How many people get to get to uh, rodeo? Round and Rousey like Bliss did. She fucking threw her across the table into the chairs. Mm-hmm. They should have off on that until the match, but whatever. What do I know? I mean, I would have been happy with a, uh, uh, you know, a little slap. Yeah. Just a disrespectful slap from Alexa Bliss. Like, I am the princess and just whap. Yeah. And Rousey just eat it. You yeah. overhyped rookie. <laughs> I did love that. Mm-hmm. I did love that. Mm-hmm. The thing I did not enjoy, though, is after Rousey throws her through the table. And then you see Rousey say, who's the rookie now? Be like, well, you're, you're still a rookie. Like, that <laughs> didn't change because you did something. If you want to say who's overhyped now, I'll give you that. But I don't, yeah. I don't she, think she knows that word does not mean what she thinks it means. She should have said a little bit, who's over the most? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, should have whipped out money and said, hey, uh, who's getting paid more right now? Right. <laughs> Just write her a check, a blank check, and throw it on her. <laughs> Just look at her and go, uh, Brock Lesnar. 
That's me. Yellow man, Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, but so, uh, some of my friends that know I'm into wrestling, which is weird because I never ever talk about it outside of this podcast. No, never. No, never. They were asking me about Ronda Rousey got suspended. I'm like, look, it's 30 days where she can be off camera. So one, they're protecting their investment, and two, it gives them 30 days where she can practice her mic skills, get better, come up. You'll see her here and there making little well, jabs at blues. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. build up that rivalry between her and Natty. You should just play along. Oh, my God, I know. I can't believe it. It's Wait. so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what is she they spend do? all this money, and then they suspend her. What do we do? It's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. So, but hey, the one part I did really like is when Rousey turns and beats up Kurt Angle with the briefcase, and... Uh, you know, everybody's like, why is she beating up Angle? Aren't they buddies? And she's like, you did this, too. You're supporting it, too. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, God. Right. And then beating up all of the refs. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a little much. Or just yeah. a typical woman blaming everybody. Blaming everybody else. Oh. That's that uh, Take Two podcast on Twitter. <laughs> that, that was special guest, Pat. We may not agree with his views. <laughs> oh. All right, so another call-out. Another call-out we get on Raw is Rollins opens up the challenge. Now, Rollins has been playing hurt lately. He's been wrestling a little hurt. And uh, who answers that challenge there, Craig? But Mr. Dolph Ziggler himself. Jobber to the stars. Jobber to the stars, exactly. And how do we feel about Mr. Jobber to the stars? I mean, that perm. That perm is something special. And And I'm... I'm happy when Ziggler does something. Like, I'm happy with this whole McIntyre stuff, and I feel that maybe this is just a prelude because it's a little too early to put it on McIntyre. But I'm I'm good with that. Even though I love my, me some Seth Rollins, I'm good with Ziggler having it now. So one of the things I pulled from this is, as we do, I like to tweet while I'm watching Raw and, and SmackDown, and uh, one of the people in the Twitterverse put up a picture of Dolph Ziggler with his permed-out hair, and Blair from the Facts of Life. Right, right. Spitting mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking image. Same person. Same person. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I don't. Dolph's time has come and gone. He's there just to get McIntyre over when he when McIntyre finally turns on him or vice versa. Who knows? But yeah, I, I guess I guess Rollins is hurt. That's the only reason they took it off. But they give, they're giving him a rematch. Maybe they think he'll be coming around in time for the pay per view. Who knows? But. Um, I think this is the prelude to putting Rollins in the hunt for the universal title. Um, Rollins, arguably, outside of Strowman, is probably the most over right now. They had to remove him from the IC belt so that they could put him in the hunt for the universal again. Now, do I think Braun Strowman's going to take the belt off of Lesnar? Yes, I do. He has to. He has to. You build Braun as this indestructible monster. And that's what Lesnar is. So it's, you know, beast against beast. And everybody's claiming for it. We want a title and we want to see it on TV. Mm-hmm. But I think their thinking is get Rollins in the mix, too. So I don't know. But um, I like the match. There's a lot of good back and forth. I like the surprise pin. Yep. I even like the fact that McIntyre was totally out of it. There was no McIntyre involved whatsoever. Yeah, that it, it made it clean. I mean, he, he stood out there and looked intimidating, but he didn't touch him. Yeah, good TV match. That's, that's all you can do about it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of so course, McIntyre of- attacks him afterwards. So 
Speaking of good TV matches, the very next one. <laughs> one of our favorite, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Against the glorious one. What are, what are you guys on Bobby Roode? I just don't see it. Besides the theme song. And that's the thing. The um, theme song is so great. But, but that's it, right? <laughs> we've, we've gone on record and said that Bobby Roode is nothing but a phenomenal entrance. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, he is any other jobber in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you have now fallen to Bobby Roode is part of Kurt Hawkins' story means that obviously WWE is feeling the same way. Like, Roode might have won it, but it wasn't. It wasn't because we're putting Rude over. It's because we're still putting Kurt Hawkins down. Ah, so Rude came to Hawkins. Brought Rude up to his level. I like the way you're thinking there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Scared some of that shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, what were you more interested in? Were you more interested in if Rude's going to win, or would Hawkins finally get a win? Right. No, uh, I think I think uh, Chopped was on, so I was watching that during. The break. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of the 19,000 commercial breaks. I keep switching yeah. over to Chopped. I got the right. whole episode. Cutthroat Kitchen was awesome that night. My girl Martha Stewart's on Chopped now. Mm. I kind of dig her. <laughs> really? She yeah. is, yeah. All right. Well, no, I know Martha Stewart's on there, but I was going really with Pat Diggy Martha Stewart. Dude, she's cute. A, cook? Come on. That's, that's a man, baby. Plus, she'll give you some insider trading tips. It's awesome. That's true. You're going to have so much money. Well, she does have that prison life, so she's got street cred. She she's does. She's stuck. I'm pretty sure they use makeup to cover up a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, so, en- enough of cooking ne- with podcasts. <laughs> now, now we roll into Mister Monster in the Bank. Not Money in the Bank. Monster in the Bank. I know it was a canned line, but I loved it when. Uh, when Cole screamed that, I thought that was that was perfect pay per view. <laughs> yeah, yes. but I wasn't I wasn't such a big fan when uh, JoJo had to correct herself. Ladies and gentlemen, Mister Mon, Mi- one second. Ladies and gentlemen, Mister Monster in the bank. Yeah, it's like WWE acting. JoJo will be in the Marine Six when they make a female <laughs> Marine. So yeah, just she'll play wait. What? The hooker to Bray Wyatt. Right. She'll, play, she'll play the elf Marine or something. Who knows. <laughs> She'll bring the bring. She'll she'll play the bringer of disease. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah, pestilence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, wow. <laughs> anyway, so he's out there. He's going to do his promo, and Ko comes out. Right. It says they all should work together, and Ko still acting hurt as he probably legitimately is. He fell up like a twenty foot ladder. <laughs> yeah. Jay McMahon getting for him either. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's so bad. He's genuinely broke up. Now, speaking of broken up and KO, have KO and Sammy broken up? No. I don't know. I, they, I feel like maybe they're just spending some time apart to make the hearts grow fonder. Like the Zack Attack, they're friends forever. <laughs> They'll be I friends for life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're an AC Slater, Zack uh, Morris kind of combo. I, I don't get it. There's too much back and forth with them. Look, the real story behind Zane's absence is he developed an addiction to caffeine pills. You have to go. 30-day rehab. Man, we are... We're so excited. Right into Saved by the Bell. This is awesome. He's so scared. He's so scared. so so scared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love this show. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't want to hijack. Keep going. No, no. No, no, no. You're doing great. So, Pat, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the leaders of world... And the B team. Are you for or against it? The destroyer of worlds. Uh, no. Stroman needs to stay by himself. 
until Nicholas is 18. <laughs> they never should have stripped him of the belts. That would have been the greatest gimmick. He could have teamed with children across America. But that's, yeah. that's long gone. No, the B team. I think, I think there's a law against that. <laughs> what, teaming up with children across the country? When he moves yeah. into a neighborhood? That would have been so great. He has to register everywhere. <laughs> no, the B team has potential, has a mid-card comedy team. Oh, that, which is not that skit invi- they did at the beginning? Yeah. You don't oh, invent oh. the tackle, but that's the way it is. And uh, poor Bo Dallas. He was Bo Leave, which was getting over, but he just has he had a shitty look. Now he looks better. I would I would I would make the B team tag champions on their own. And then, then then they're putting over everyone else on on the tag team scene after that. No, keep Strowman single. He works best when he's single. Unless okay, his team. Yeah, back. I'm fine with Strowman, but I'm just like now you have Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt facing Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Or Bo Wyatt, whatever you want to call him, I, I give you oh, the promo. I, I like. <laughs> I I can't stand woke and Matt Hardy. I have gone on record on this show multiple times. Saying yeah, the TNA version's better. Yeah, how awful this is. And Craig, on the other hand, is eating it up with right. a shovel. Because I like fun, and mm-hmm. you obviously hate it, and don't want any like- enjoyment in your life. I think the real is why won't they acknowledge Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas as family? No, they're never well, going to do have, that. <laughs> I have an ongoing theory that eventually they will, and it'll be the Hardy Boys against the Wyatt Boys. The Rotundos. Yeah. Yeah, that would so, be good. I, I'll take that, but I like fun, just not shoved in my face a la Roman Reigns style. They've dropped the ball on, on Bray Wyatt so hard. Oh, so hard. He could have been he could have been the Undertaker, but instead he's wrestling cockroaches with Randy Orton. Yeah, so. yeah that that was definitely the nail in the coffin for him. Yeah, yep. Like I and, and that's bad because he he is and was for quite a while my favorite wrestler, and they just have completely destroyed him. Yeah, leave leave uh, Braun alone. Leave him by himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. But then then speaking of burying, what about Chad Gable in this Jinder Mahal match? Terrible. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. It was, it was, it was God nice. awful. Chad Gable is so much. It's kind of like Apollo Cruz, so much better than they let him be or give him credit or, or the ability to do. And I just, why are you burying these talents? Uh, I think with Chad Gable too, he moves too fast. You can, there's such a thing as moving too fast, and I think maybe part of it is probably just trying to teach him not to move so fast all the time. If you notice his matches, which I'm sure you guys do, but I, I they just got yeah. that all man syndrome. Unless he's Daniel Bryan or Rey Mysterio, who's allegedly coming back, they're not going to push. A, they're not going to push Chad Gable, which is. Well, do you do you want to get into the the uh, Rey Mysterio rumors? I think we should. Yeah. All right. So much to what Pat is saying, there is a buildup going on right now that Rey Mysterio is definitely coming back to WWE, and uh, uh, one of the things that Rey Mysterio is pushing is that he wants to have a lucha ask gang that he runs with when he comes out. I'm good with so that. So he wants he kind of wants to bring a lucha <laughs> underground vibe into the WWE. Yeah. And I love it. No way. They'll they'll fuck it up. <laughs> they market, market the kids, so it'll be like a lucha gang that's like G-rated. Right. It, it'll the, be a lucha house party. It'll be like the Lucha Incredibles. That'll be what it's like, basically. So what you're saying is it's going to be Rey Mysterio tagging the Dora the Explorer. Right. <laughs> uh, Boots the Monkey. Diego. 
Diego. Yeah. yeah. See? Bob the Builder. The Lucha House Party. Yeah. They'll bring, uh, what was the El Torino, the uh, little bull. Yeah. Yeah. They'll bring him back. They won't have real Lucha masks. They'll just have those plastic ones that you get at Five Below. They'll dust off uh, Carlito or Epico and uh, Primo. Primo. They'll throw them masks. (laughs) Put your your Matador hats back on. (laughs) It'd be terrible. Uh, It's like our age. And he's got broken knees and he carries way too much weight for a man of his size. So, and what know. he still tries to do, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <sighs> but I mean, I WWE know. does so well at not fucking stuff up. I'm sure it'll be fine. Speaking of fucking stuff up, yes, yes. Our next match, we have <laughs> the the Riot Squad, which they don't riot; they just look stupid in the background. <laughs> yes, um, cutting, cutting ties and tossing bags of chips and. You know, this time it was smashing computers yeah. and taking black lipstick and putting an R on the mirror. They're like kids from South Park. That's exactly who they are. <laughs> yes, yes. As dumb as it sounds, they're a TV version of a bad squad. Yeah, yeah. We're rebels. Even, even that outshined the heat that they are trying to build between Bailey and Banks, which is, has has been dragged on way too long. A little too late. Yep, no one yeah. cares. No one cares it, anymore. Nope. No, no. You've, you've ruined least. it. Yeah, you've ruined it now. The only thing that would have sold it to me is when, at the end of the show, Bailey chases Banks out and Banks gets in the car. If Bailey had Goldberg the windows and just busted them out, I would have been like, oh, it's on. <laughs> she did with that pin, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, no, I don't care about Bailey and... And Banks and Biddle, I think that's a jewelry store around here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Riot Squad, I, how do you guys feel about the, the Riot Squad? I am not a fan of Sarah Logan. Liv Morgan is everyone's favorite little, you know, rebel girl. I like Ruby Riot. I think she's a talent. I think she's got a lot of poise in the ring, and she's only getting better. Well, break her away from those dunderheads then. Who keep, they don't. That's what I'm exactly, saying. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think we're getting to the point where they're gonna they're starting to bring her down, yeah. not not help her out anymore. Jobber and Hammenager, you're a dunderhead. Mm-hmm. That's what you are. You're dropping out to the to the big stars and doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you're a dunderhead. Yep, I'm with you. So, speaking of dunderheads, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley and Kurt Angle, where we have yeah. this this they announce this multi man match that's going to be coming at Extreme Rules. I don't even know if they said how many people are in it. They just announced that Reigns and Lashley will be the first two. I just don't get Bobby Lashley, guys. No. Nah. I, I Who don't does? Either. What did you bring him in for? Yeah. Like, is he supposed to be the rival to Brock Lesnar? You're how come, not giving when, me that. How come no one takes that sweatband he wears to cover up his five head and just pull it over his eyes and just start pummeling him? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's dumb. It, and have, no no one gets it. No one gets what he's what he's doing with his... His character now, and we're so, I guess we're supposed to like him because he's got a family, and I, I don't know. Did he drop on his head a backlash with the brain buster? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, who was that? Was who, it? Uh, it was Zane or Owens? I can't remember. I think it was Zane. I think it was Zane. Yeah. No wonder he's all fucked up. God. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the 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 problem you have with Lashley is Lashley was good in Ring of Honor or TNA as the heel. Why are they bringing them all in his face and trying to sell it to us? 
I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I just see no charisma. That's what I see. No, he no. is as much fun as, you know, the knots on the ring apron. <laughs> I don't get it. But so, you know, Angle comes out to make this big announcement for contenders and all this. And then Reigns and Lashley want to interrupt. And then the Revival come out. Why are the Revival coming out? Because they're, they're jobbing out to Reigns and they're Lashley. They're jobbing out to Reigns and Lashley, exactly. Thunderheads. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what Lashley looks like with that fucking uh, sweatband around his head. <sighs> looks like the Great Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> yes! All they need is two little antennas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got the goddamn Great Kazoo. <laughs> oh, God. So we've got Say by the Bell, Facts of Life, the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking my childhood. Martha here. Stewart. I mean, we're, we've gone everywhere already. Ah. Uh, Pat, if we haven't said it already, you're welcome on our show anytime. <laughs> Boom. Give me the call of bullpen. Boom. There it is. Boom. Boom. All right. Speaking of there it is, Pat, I don't know if you know this about us. Uh, both of us being local boys, we both graduated from the University of Maryland. Thus, we are obligated and owe it to God himself to be Mojo Raleigh fans. <laughs> we have to be. There's no, there's no question about it. Uh, speaking of dunderheads. <laughs> yeah. Well... We didn't say that our taste was perfect and pristine. We just said we had to be. (laughs) We just like getting hyped with them. So with that, in a match that matters to nobody but us, Mm -hmm. Raleigh beats No Way Jose. Yeah, because he's not just hyped. He's focused now. So I want you to know I timed it when I was watching some clips to find out if we could catch the uh, focus speech because like i said being mojo fans we like to keep a, a record of all the wisdom that he shares with us um the match from beginning to end that's with entrances and his speech at the end three minutes 13 seconds <laughs> and it, that's that's how you get someone hot guys yeah you know what i'd do i'd move him to smackdown since uh big cast is gone send let him there him, let him work over there yeah Start building a repertoire. Maybe eventually put him with Brian. Maybe in the fall or winter. Have him feud. Have him learn that way because he's not going to. He's not going to learn on Raw at all. Not by working No Way Jose. No, no. Not by. No. Working, not when all the TV time is devoted to five people. I'd put him well, on SmackDown. Go away, Jose. Should have gone away out of NXT as well. I don't know why they even brought him up. Who knows? Diversity. He's going to be a luchador in Ray Mysterio's. He uh, probably is. Yeah. Little stable. See? Well, I was calling him uh, Xavier Woods' big brother, but... <laughs> oh, no way. So, but he, just, but so just like Bobby Roode, he's got a fun entrance. No, he's... Uh, he's What's his name? He's um, he's Adam Rose. Adam yeah. Rose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the only thing you need to know, Pat, is that Bojo's not worried about staying hyped anymore. He's all about staying focused, focused. now. He took his caffeine pills away. Focused. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he didn't have to. That song alone, where he buries uh, Seth Rollins, loved it. What would Elias do? <laughs> I want to get bracelets made up with that. We should WWED. Yeah, WWED. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Craig goes right to the dick joke. Right to the dick joke. You're welcome, folks. We're a PG yeah. show. Some lowbrow humor on this one, Pat. Mm-hmm. Did we warn you? <laughs> Tough. I'm the king of that. Just wait for it. (laughs) Just wait. (laughs) Just wait. 
Just All right. Me. So this leads us into our main event where Constable Corbin oh my and God. KO have been set up to wrestle Balor and Strowman. Yeah. Do you think Balor has now become the male Alexa Bliss to Strowman? I think that's uh, exactly what's happened. <laughs> like, literally. Neat. He's, he's jobbing to these guys all the time. Ever since he got hurt, they've got no faith in him. What, what meaningful program has he been in since None. he's back? None. 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 They keep throwing him into multi-man events so that they can keep that face out there because they know the fans love him. They got him pigeonholed in hell of a hand. That's what they got him in right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And it's sad because I love him. I got to say, though, I was impressed with Corbin in this match of all people. Yeah. I think he kind of learned his lesson. I think the, the rub on him was he got a big head when he got the money uh, bank contract. Mm-hmm. And then he then he jobbed out to Cena. And I like the new attitude. Uh, he's got potential. He's just lacking. the. He needs a mouthpiece desperately. Yes, yes. And yeah, the problem you're putting with this whole constable stick is you're making him a mouthpiece, and he's not soon, one. Pretty soon they're going to dress him up like a bobby. You know it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my favorite one is when he came out with the shaved head last week, and Angle looks at him, and we're all like, Jesus Christ, not another kid. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> How many women did I sleep with? Jesus. This is the first what time I that milk? <laughs> This is the first time I remember the heels winning at the end of Raw, too. Normally the faces go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I was surprised about that. I was surprised. So, but I, I enjoyed it. I liked that match a lot, and I liked how Corbin looked. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on him. I just enjoyed that match with him in it. Yeah. And I am a big fan of the Deep Six. Oh. So I like that move. That Deep Six and that end of days, those alone make him, make him at least tolerable. I mean, if you put the ED together with the Deep Six, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> The E D Deep Six. Wait, stop it. W W E D D Six. And that was Raw. That was what we had with that Raw. Was Raw. That was what we had with Raw. And then we get into SmackDown. SmackDown didn't have as much going on because they had this giant gauntlet match at the end. Much gooder wrestling, though. Much, yes. I would much gooder. Agree. Much gooder. Much, much gooder. gooder for sure. I mean, would we you st- say was in. Would you say it was an 80-20? Ooh, ooh, ooh. it was an 80. <laughs> nice plug, is it? Uh, yeah, at least an 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your show. Tell us about 80-20 here. Oh, why sure. not? Uh, 80-20 movie show is um, based on the Pareto principle. Uh, we're all educated here. Um, of course we are. 20% of the people are doing 80% of the work, but we just did a spin on it. Uh, movies 80 or higher are Rotten Tomatoes or 20 or lower. And then uh, that's every Sunday night. And then because I got sick of only doing 80 or 20s, we created the middle 60. Because that's where majority of good movies fall, like 70s, 60s, something like that. So we do middle 60 uh, every Wednesday night. Uh, podcast been going for about five years now. We're on season five since we brought it back. Um, we took a break in the beginning. And it was just called a movie show back in the old days. And then uh, my partner, Gary Smith, and I went and got our master's degrees and came back. And five years- you had to... Hand crank the computer and go through a login and right. There's this thing called AOL. Use those punch cards to put in and. I got my MBA in 2014. I was good. So, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's five seasons now. Um, we're on Breaking Balls Radio, BreakingBallsRadio.com, every Wednesday and Sunday night, 8 p.m. And you can always uh, send a suggestion eight two zero movies at gmail.com. 
Well, Very now nice. that you've been on our show, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of 20s. <laughs> a lot of 20s. That's where I think the majority of my favorite movies are. We want the show to keep going, so we do about a 20 a quarter now. So. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. That's probably, so in those 20s you did, if you can remember, what do you feel is the worst movie you've watched? Oh, uh, this year, I, I'll, I'll tell you this year, it was, um, yeah, I, I should have my schedule in front of me. So I'm going to guess I'm probably own it on DVD. Was it Red Sparrow? Because that's the worst movie I've seen this year. The only time we do a a current film is during the blockbuster season. We we leave a couple gaps there. But the whole point is, that's kind of the hook of the show, is to do the older films uh, that Mm -hmm. people are thinking about. Guys our age, just bar talk, basically, is is the whole uh, setup. I gave The Last Jedi 5%. I know that. Um, That's the the lowest one I've scored this year. Um, Middle 60... I can tell you the stinkers we've done there. Uh, Rock of Ages, Gary loves it because it's got Tom Cruise. I did not like it. Um, the Boss Baby, that's a stinker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't agree in ev- with everything. Keep going. <laughs> Lionheart, not a good film. Didn't hold up at all. No. 1940, 1941's terrible. Uh, Wait, Lionheart doesn't hold up? <laughs> well, it's, We're both sad for different reasons. It's to me, I said it doesn't hold up. It's fun to watch. It's just not a good movie. You got to be, you got to be uh, honest in these things. Curse of the Jade Scorpion. We killed that one. Rough Night. We just did Rough Night two weeks ago. Killed that one. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, Rough Night was the uh, Scarlett Johansson, Kate McKinnon. It came out the same time as Girls Trip. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Earned. Well, Girls Trip freaking rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So that's the that's good that's the hook on the show. Sometimes we agree, not always. And then uh, Garrett Garrett tell you the worst one we ever did was Gattaca, because I I still love Gattaca. I love Gattaca. It's long as balls, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll still watch it when it shows up on TV. Yeah, uh, love it, love it, and we'll listen every week. It's great. I love it. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it mm-hmm. falls in between our wrestling, kind of like. Smackdown. Oh, look at that. You're like a Segway king. I'm a Segway machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. God damn. Damn. That's why I get paid the big bucks, folks. Yep. That's why I got one point in our pick and pull. One point. The anchor, the rock. You can host a show, but you don't know shit about wrestling. Ah! <laughs> Do we, nope. Does anybody, anybody know anything at the end of the day? No. No. no obvi- that is obvious. Uh, there goes the, uh, what, MBA in uh, psychology? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. All, right. All right, so SmackDown, we start with Carmella out there, loving the fact that she beat Asuka, and, oh, Asuka comes out, but who, what a surprise, it's not Asuka, it's local no Chin Ellsworth. Yeah, local Maryland favorite, James Ellsworth. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. He is not a favorite. <laughs> He's from the area. It doesn't matter, no, we've given all our favorite love to Mojo, we can't share it with him. We, we only pick one. There can be only... Well, Mojo weird. is like a Highlander to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. right, there can only be one. And, and I mean, I was not a fan of Ellsworth when he was here the first time. I'm not a fan of him coming back. He's just goofy. No. No, and, and it's making Asuka look weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she got to kick him. I know, but she kicks him, and then she stands there for 15 minutes waiting for Carmella to kick her. Yeah. It doesn't help. Carmella was basically doing a, a Bad Bliss impression as well. And, yes. and that's that's the problem I have right now with the Women's Championship. You can't have Bliss and Carmella, which are basically the same character, 
on shows competing with one another to be who can be the most annoying pretty girl. Right. Yeah, you I, need I, something different. That's a fair point. Yeah, like, I, and Bliss, in my opinion, obviously does it so much better than Carmella. I just get rid of Carmella. Yep. She was a placeholder. Sure. Yep. I agree with that. You want to know why? Becky Lynch is on SmackDown. <laughs> and Pat, I don't know if I've told you this. <laughs> Becky Lynch and I are now. Like, I've heard. I heard she retweeted something you did. Yeah. No, she not only retweeted, she liked it, mm-hmm. which means she likes me, which means we're pretty much married in, in Twitter world. Right. Right. That's the way it works. That's the yeah, way it works. I, and yeah, so, I'm pretty sure she won that match against Billy Kay for you. Well, I mean, it was dedicated to me. You could see it in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when she was in the mirror trying to figure out what goggles to wear, she was really looking in the mirror to, you know, look in her soul and see me there. What's that? Oh, the Iconics? The I- Iconics? The yeah, I- you know the difference and uh, Layla and Candice Michelle? Is there what? one? <laughs> yeah. They're not married to The Undertaker. That's the difference. That's the difference. I, That's I see. When I see, I, I see Layla and Candice Michelle. Layla was a real talent of that team, in my opinion, anyway. But I agree. Just yes. like Peyton Royce is a real talent of this. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I take that back. Peyton is the face where Billy Kay is actually the wrestler. Right. One of them needs to marry the Undertaker, and they'll get the push. They and they'll get the push. They Maybe one of them will marry Bray Wyatt, since he's the has-been Undertaker. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. We're setting speaking up couples and everything. Okay, but speaking of has-beens, this is where your favorite thing comes to be, uh, Craig. Yes. Face paint. Face contact paint. Lenses. Contact lenses. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. He's getting feelings in his skin and his epidermis down to his skeletal system. Yep. All through his. And I love it all. Oh God! I love it all. Let's I want to it. go. I want it. to die in fire. Pat, what do you feel about all of this, buddy? Uh, I feel like it's the gym blossoms. You liked it when it was hot, but now <laughs> it's back, and you're like, eh. It's it's that summer earwig, exactly. Or earworm, mm-hmm. earwig, earworm. It's it's that one song. It's like, oh, I love this song for the summer, and then you hear it again, and you're like, God, why did I ever like that song? Nope. No, no, Jim Blossoms. You don't want to admit that you're a Jim Blossoms fan, just like you don't want to really admit you still like Jeff Hardy, but you kind of still do. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. When we went to go see SmackDown, when they came to Baltimore, I know John was standing behind me, flicking his wrist right along with Jeff Hardy when he came out. Because you've got to admit that that's fun. I just like the fact that Hardy Boys used the shocker as their uh, hand gesture for about 15 years. And, no- and nobody got it. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Uh, what, how do you feel about them building a program between Shinsuke and, and Hardy here? Hardy's obviously there to put Shinsuke over. That's the point. Jeff Hardy's yeah. what? He's yeah. 40, 41. Nakamura's not that much younger either. He's like five years younger, I think, though. But he's he's better as a heel. Maybe they're going to bring him down the card for a little bit, build him up a little more. Hopefully, maybe next year he'll get a title run or something like that. Who knows? But I like I like the heel Nakamura more. Oh, yeah, I, agree. I agree. Because he didn't lose. That just counted too fast, and it wasn't in Japanese. Exactly. So it's not his fault. Are you Fritz von Erich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, though. It was a sumo ref. They cheated Carrie out of the title. <laughs> I was going to go with he did a really bad Trump imitation. Oh, uh, uh, yep. Uh, yep. There it is. In the there politics. it is. There it is. You remember when Carrie lost the belt back, right? Fritz yep. Sumo ref. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> all of that. They had no rules of possession. 
It's the it's not legal, okay? <laughs> but so speaking of jobbers, when did the Usos become the jobbers? I don't know, man. I don't know, but I love me some sanity, so I'm glad. I don't know how I feel about sanity. Like, what's what's, what's the one guy, Killian? Killian Graves? Uh, he looks Killian like, Dane? Killian he look, Dane? He look like your trash man decided yeah. to be a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea. I like the premise. I loved him in NXT. The right. problem I have is, how are they going to put vanilla icing on this and just ruin it? They're going to make Eric Young the uh, Xavier Woods of that group. He's going to be jobbing down and everything. Watch, mm. mark my give it like two months. <laughs> How soon before you. they have a trombone with them as well? <laughs> it's made out of bones, though. Right. This, yeah, and this group likes waffles. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally different. I think the big knock here, though, on this segment was the forced language they were having the announcers describe each member of Sanity. That's yeah. a let the fans figure that out. Yeah, yeah. No, we can't figure that out. We're dumb. We're dumb wrestling marks. You need to tell us exactly what to think. As far as the Usos go, I, I feel like their current gimmicks kind of played out already. I mean, that's... <laughs> Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. So you talking about jail. Mm-hmm. This is a PG-rated show. Right, right. I would dress... Don't forget like- that you guys have, huh? have, you know, you've been stopped for DUI. That's true. And <laughs> almost gone to jail. Maybe we don't yeah. want to tell jokes. I mean, the way it's going to go, I think the Usos are, are going to wind up doing a month of jobs for Sanity. So. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we did get a rematch after this. We got the Bludgeon Brothers and Good Brothers again fighting, and the Gals and Anderson looked much better in this than they did in that kickoff match. Yeah. Like, much better. I mean, yeah. still lost, but they looked much better. It hurts my feelings every time. They, they have a kick-ass theme song, and then... Every time they play, my daughter goes, here comes the jobbers in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm digging that knife into you. It is so much better. God. Sad. Sad. It's sad. We're all just sitting here thinking about how sad the good How much better it could have been. Exactly. Oh, what could have been? All right, Uh, but we get into the gauntlet match. The gauntlet match was the last, like, what, 45 minutes? Maybe even an hour yeah. of the show? It was the entire show. Yeah, yeah. looked perfectly. Uh, Big E. Bryan had the best segment out of the gauntlet match, I thought. Um, Which I'm su- I agree with you, and I'm surprised I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I thought it would have been decent, but I didn't think it was going to be anywhere near as good as it was. Well, I had to educate my kid again. I'm like, hey, before he was New Day, he was U.S. champ. He was, they were, he was getting the force push, but he can work. He can wrestle. Um, I wish he stopped doing that dive to the outside because it always looks like he's going to break his neck. But yes. Yep. Yeah. Banks. Sasha Banks always looks like she's going to snap in half, but I thought this was, the, as far as the actual wrestling part of the entire match, this was the best segment. Oh, was- I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, and I, um, and I mean, if you would ask me, I would have thought it would have been Brian and Samoa Joe. No. Um, yeah. But no, Big E ended up being much better. Yeah. And ending it with a countout for Samoa Joe was crap. You can't have Joe take a loss here. They might be positioning him for the next challenger. Who knows? Like, uh, Rusev might not as we'll talk about here in a minute, Rusev might not win. Maybe Joe does something. Who knows? But you got a built-in monster heel because he still has that aura. He, he didn't take the pinfall. So yeah. I, I understand why they did it. And uh, I think it could have been done better. Right. I don't know how, but it could have been done better than just a count out. Yeah. And, and how much longer are they going to drag this Miz Daniel Bryan thing on? They're oh, just, this is going all the way to WrestleMania. It's just, 
I don't get the Bludgeon Brothers in here. What what did Daniel what was Bryan that? So, yeah. So the ongoing idea is that the Bludgeon Brothers were a stopgap measure where Big Cass was supposed to come in and take Daniel Bryan out to keep that feud going. But that but didn't happen because he got released Cass, four hours earlier. That's gonna, why they had this. That's why they had him come out as the Bludgeon Brothers were coming up. You're gonna use logic. Harper could say you abandoned the Wyatt family back when I was with them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but they probably won't acknowledge that. No, I, I just wonder what kind of reason they came up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're they t- can they can totally pull that old Wyatt angle. Yeah, but I, I love I, I laughed I laughed hard when the Miz came in and beat him in two seconds. It was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then of course that leaves us with Miz and Rusev, and we're like, uh, I was surprised. I was too. I thought they were going to push Daniel Bryan completely over. Mm-hmm. No, I thought the Miz was going to get at the end. I thought they were going to position him. That's the rumor. The Miz is is in line for the WWE title, but maybe they're saving it for the the fall winner, and the chase will be Bryan Miz. Who knows? But I thought Miz was going to win, uh, and I was quite happy that Rusev came out the winner on this one. But I like the fact that they're giving Rusev and the whole Rusev day and the whole fan base the nod of, okay, we're going to acknowledge that he's that much over. But I kind of agree with you. I don't think Rusev is going to take the belt off of AJ. I think they're going to save that for someone else. I think yeah. they kind of planted that seed, too, when uh, Aiden English disrespected AJ, and then Rusev's like, what are you doing? Maybe that plays a factor. In I wouldn't end. be surprised, yeah, if, that, if not, we're going to start getting into that, which, which disappoints me because I think Aiden English and Rusev together are great. Yeah, I don't want to see that break up. It'll, it'll be like uh, Alberto and uh, Ricardo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will be. Nobody wants to see it. <laughs> no, nobody. So, nobody. And that's it, that's fellas. It, that's, yeah. That's Money in the Bank. Right? That's Raw. That's SmackDown. That's all of it. 90 minutes of humor and erectile dysfunction. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome, folks. You're, You're welcome, welcome folks. And it's only going to get better because we're going to talk about one of our favorite things, our local events. Right, we got we got what we've talked about before already, and it's not for a while. We got almost a month until Festivus Six for Rice Coast Pro. You know, we know that uh, Brian Prophet, the current champion, is going to go up against former WWE wrestler Darren Young, Mister No Days Off Fred Rosser. All right, that's what he, that's what he's fighting under now, and and I, I'm good for that. I think that's going to be a good one. But they announced the Olympus Championship now, which is their current champion Sean Royal against one of Sir Spalding Savages. Wildlife Cecil Whirlwind. Which I, I just I could do local wrestling just to announce their names. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, my favorite local wrestler, Mozart Fontaine, has a match as well. That's champ. right. That's right. He's fighting Sean Donovan, I believe. Yeah, for the Miss. Uh, yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Former Mister Miss Holder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or challenge Chick Magnet Mozart Fontaine. We're not making this up, Pat. No. That's his name. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I'm so I I retired uh, a couple of years ago from Vanguard Championship Wrestling. I I came back uh, last February. My friends are a twin tag team, and one of them had to retire, and they went out against the Rock and Roll Express. So I've seen all sorts of weird, wild names. So. Uh, to live your life, to live your life, Pat. to live your life, to live your life, and then Pat was smart enough to realize that while we were recording, it's not just Right Coast Pro. The Ring of Honor is coming locally. They're coming yeah. to Baltimore on the 29th and then Fairfax on the 30th. Yeah, George like, Mason. Yeah. How I'm crazy sorry, is Eagle, that? Eagle Bank One, whatever it's Eagle called. Eagle Bank One Arena uh, or whatever. Just there for my daughter's high school graduation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll just be the exact same, exact same setup. 
Mm-hmm. But Ring of Honor is going to be here. I, I think we may need to go or at least I'm send someone in our place to go. So uh, I might do that. I might go there. Mm-hmm. Might be a road trip. Ooh. Shranky uh, drink time. That's yeah. not a bad idea. <laughs> I like where this is going. I like where this is going already. Let's become best friends. <laughs> Did that just happen? Let's go do karate in the garage. <laughs> It really opens the space up for activities. I can't wait, I can't wait till Sunday because I know Gary will listen to this and, and my friend Hornus will come out. So. <laughs> We've stolen you away. Who, who are those guys? You seem pretty <laughs> funny say, with them. going to say Kiwi. That was our running joke for Rough Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so I think we, we, me and John discussed about it in our pre-show, pre-show meeting of text while I was waiting for Skype to update for four and a half hours. Um, but I think for our moment of this week, we're going to have to go with the Renee Young Not More interview. Because that was freaking hilarious. Shinsuke, I know that you have requested this interview to explain your loss to AJ Styles in your last man standing match at Money in the Bank. What is a loss? Shinsuke, if you're going to pretend that you don't know how to speak English again... No, I understand exactly what you said. But how did I lose? I'm standing right in front of you. The only reason AJ is still WWE champion is because the referee counted very fast. And he didn't count in Japanese. Very, very unfair. Oh, that was the best, <laughs> I think. The best. The best. I, so that has to be our moment of, I think, this week. Not to push aside the wisdom of Mojo, where he tells us, no longer shall we be hyped. Brothers and sisters, we shall be focused. Focused. Can I throw one in there? Of course. Oh, uh, it's when Brian said he had to go against, what, four of the best wrestlers of the world in The Miz, and then The Miz... <laughs> Fucking gave him his come up in ten seconds. That yep. was, me, that was the best. Oh, that was, that so was awesome. That was so good. That was so good. And that's it, folks. That is our show this week. That is Take Two Takedown. Thank you so much, Pat, for joining us this week. We are glad you were able to be on with us. Uh, love it, guys. Don't forget eighty twenty movie show Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, Breaking Balls Radio, eight p.m. Eastern. And we uh, normally tape. We announce our tapings. Uh, it's usually on Facebook. You can join us in there. Join the chat. Watch us make mistakes live and then listen to the edited version when I'm done. Yeah. Watching the Facebook Live is always fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to see you guys scream at each other and then realize you'll edit it out later. <laughs> it's fun to watch. So we we like it. We are glad you're here. We're glad you got to play around with us in our little Pick'ems Challenge. And we're going to have to do it again for Extreme Rules. Oh, definitely. I was going to say, Pat, make us a promise. Extreme Rules, you're in, right? Yes, I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> And he's going to sing the Extreme Rules theme song, too. (laughs) You've got a month to come up with an Extreme Rules theme song while you're at it, Pat. Oh, there you go. Oh, man, this is great. I expect greatness. We have to (laughs) say thank you again to uh, the big Mothership show, Take Two Podcast. Shout out to my local boy, Tony, who lives in South Riding. Woo-hoo, yay. We don't even like that kid. Tony and I have heat. Mm -hmm. Uh I think you need to go go down the street and wake him up. I think that's what it is. Tony doesn't like wrestling. He's he not at all. No. <laughs> no he's he's too highbrow. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, if it were to be against wrestling, somehow he is there. Like, not even just not like it. Like, 
It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, some people like fun stuff and some people don't. <laughs> and some people are Tony. Yeah. <laughs> but you can follow us on the Twitter at Take2Takedown. Make sure to email us all your questions and concerns and your comments to our uh, mailbag segment, triple teabag at gmail.com. We love oh, to get teabagged. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You should do that so people can follow you, too. Yeah, I'm at the Red Rock, and you can follow Gary Smith at Fatherhood Rules. Exactly. Follow both hosts of that great show. We love it. And all of your shopping needs, remember, go to Take2Podcast.com. Click on our Amazon link. Buy all your lovely online shopping stuff there. It doesn't charge you anymore. It just means we get a little kickback so we can buy funny wrestling figures to put on our desks at work. Yep, and keeps us off of Patreon. Yes. I talked about sending that back to the show. Teach me. No problem. Consider it done. Thanks a lot, folks, for joining us. Peace. I got nothing. Thanks for listening. Take two, take And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Rude. Bye, Bobby Rube. <laughs> what? Who said that? I said, ooh. <laughs> Um, but, you can, you, what? You can just agree, Pat. That's okay. <laughs>that's what it is. Tony doesn't like wrestling. He's he not at all. No, no he's one of the too highbrow. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's if the way to be against wrestling, somehow he is there. Like not even just not like it. Like. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, some people like fun stuff and some people don't. <laughs> and some people are Tony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me one second and my computer will cooperate. Well, Tony I know he's asleep right now. Right? has been a production of Take Two Podcasts. WTTP. 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 WTTP.